Women with breast implants are getting more than a bigger bra size. Some of them are getting sick. They're getting really mm -hmm. sick. And we're about to find out more about something called breast implant illness. And, and this, this is Chick to Chick. Okay, so I have a confession to make. Okay. And I don't really talk about this very much, but I do have breast implants. And I got them over 20 years ago at a time that I just felt like I needed them for me. But I have to tell you, in, in light of so many women having illnesses after yep. having implants from either a long time or a short time, it makes me a little leery. Yeah, a lot of women are having problems. 400,000 people get breast implants every year and about 40,000 are having That's their implants removed because of symptoms that they're having, they're getting sick, and it's something called breast implant illness. Yeah, it's really interesting. And actually, our guest today, she is a TV anchor. Jasmine Brooks is someone who has experienced breast implant illness. Jasmine, thank you so much for joining us today. Hey ladies, how are you? Hi Jasmine. We're so appreciative that you're coming on the podcast and being honest and transparent. You had breast implants, you had them removed. Why did you get them? Um, what were you experiencing? And then ultimately you had them removed. So tell us your story. Sure. So I got them eight and a half years ago. I actually went in for a different procedure. I wanted a breast lift. Um, and I was kind of upselled, right? Upsold to breast implants. You want fries with that? And I'm like, okay, what do you mean? Well, you won't have any cleavage left if, you know, we lift your boobs. So here we go. Let's pop an implant in there. And so I went with it and I was expecting to look great. And instead, I think I looked a little uh, disproportionate. I was uncomfortable immediately. And over the past several years, it just went on downhill from there uh, until I realized um, maybe something's going on with these foreign objects in my body that's making me not feel so great. We're talking about localized pain in my breasts, but also pain down my arm. And then I started having some chest pain. So after a big bill with a cardiologist in the ER, I decided to uh, press the jack. Mm. And you got them out. <laughs> so yeah. she pressed eject. Yeah, she said, immediate, <laughs> get them out of here. What a very smart move. But was it as simple as you make it sound? Because I have a feeling, you know, if you're going through these symptoms, you're getting tossed around a lot. What was the process like? And how long did it take you to actually realize this isn't good and I need to get them out? Mm -hmm. Well, I did go to a few plastic surgeons. I went back to the original one and immediately, you know, the gut feeling that we all get and sometimes yeah. ignore, you don't ignore it. I said, I can't go back to the same person who isn't acknowledging that there's a real issue here. Went to a second plastic surgeon and he wanted to again upsell me. He was trying to upsell me with um, another procedure. Let's put different implants in. Let's also use, I'm going to tell you, pig skin. Okay. Oh, oh. Uh, it's a pig skin uh, was part of this whole journey there uh, where basically what would happen is it would keep the breast implants in place. Uh, there's a thing called capsular contracture out there where your implant can kind of harden and stay very high and tight. Uh, it can be painful. So to uh, avoid that pig skin. And that was kind of the light bulb for me. I'm like, none of this sounds right. What am I doing? Mm -hmm. Right. And all of a sudden, I kind of just prayed about it. And I, I, I said to myself, 
you just got to get them out. They're not serving you. And all of us, we can say as, you know, powerful women in the community, raising, you know, children, you have to be the best version of yourself. Mm -hmm. And now I think I am. So a lot of women are experiencing things like fatigue, joint pain, brain fog, hair loss, rash. Did you experience all of those things? And did you say, mm, it's my implant? Like, when did the light bulb yeah, go well, off? I mean, some people say that they feel like they're dying. Mm-hmm. I have not felt that way. But what I knew was after I had some cardiac issues where my chest was hurting, that really scared me. And when the cardiac uh, doctor cleared me, I just started to really put everything together. Okay, if my actual breasts are hurting, and then there's also pain down my arm, and other things are happening, if they're, if it's starting here, I think that you know makes a lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I did not experience those crazy, crazy symptoms, like extreme um, you know, joint pain and, and things like that. What's weird is you never know for sure if the breast implants are causing this stuff. I'm a new mom. I mean, two and four, my kids are. But I mean, extreme fatigue, yeah, right? Um, yeah. And also brain fog all the time. So <laughs> yeah. maybe some things are related, maybe not. But you know when it's localized pain, they got to go. Yeah, no, it's interesting you say that because I'm in my early 50s. So you talked about all those things Flora just listed off and you said, I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, because that's menopause. But um, going back Mm -hmm. to having them removed, you know, as as I stated, I have them still in and I've thought about it. And so in the process of having them removed, you talked about this encapsulation. I know you're not a doctor, but having been through the procedure and talked to the surgeon, tell me about that removal process and if there's anything left behind. So there's a big movement now because if you hop onto Facebook or internet groups, now women who have been experiencing these symptoms are really talking about breast implant illness. So it is not recognized, um, you know, by the, um, the medical diagnosis. It's not a medical diagnosis. So it really is taking women who are experiencing these things to speak up. And there's a big movement for something called N-block uh, surgery, which is actually when they take out the entire capsule that your body has formed as a defense mechanism uh, around that uh, breast implant out. And it's a whole thing. Uh, so a lot of women want the whole capsule taken out because they say that's where the cancer, uh, if if you were to get cancer, could start and form. So I talked to my doctor about this and he explained to me the risks of that, the benefits of it. And ultimately he said he wasn't going to take it all out, all of that capsule, unless my implant was ruptured. My implant wasn't ruptured. uh, So he did leave some of my capsule in. Mm. And I looked at him and I said, well, time will tell, won't it? Mm. What else can I do? I mean, well, I'll tell you what I could do. I could go to many doctors. I could do even more research. But to be honest with you, I had some some things that I wasn't willing to do. I wasn't willing to travel very far. And I wanted them out as soon as possible with someone who I liked and trusted. And um, I want. I just wanted them out. So that's a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, and the whole process, it does get so exhausting and frustrating when you're mm-hmm. going from doctor to doctor. Um, you know, I've always been of this mindset. If you're putting something foreign into your body, it's not natural. Your body's probably going to reject it. Do we know what is the cause of breast implant illness? Is it just your body saying, hey, 
get this foreign matter out of there? Do you guys, do you know? Yeah. So there's never been a proper study or um, many women followed. Uh, Is it immune response? That's, that's the question that, Mm -hmm. that we're asking, but Robin Tao is a household name in the explant world. She works with the FDA to get things done as an advocate for women. And so she really wants people to be followed. You get implants, let's get you on a register. Let's follow your journey. Let's figure out how you end up. And so um, she was able to do that. But let me show you the numbers. 106,000 women have been followed since 2019 on a registry where their doctor is registering them to follow their journey. And 2 million women since 2019, okay, have had breast implants. So do the math there. What do you say to women? And by the way, there are some that are in their 40s that are getting breast implants. You know, oh, it's not yeah. just young. So what do you say to women who are thinking about doing this, knowing what you went through? That you're going to be back in the doctor's office later. So this is not a one and done thing. You might want to replace them in 10 years or you might unfortunately have a rupture or something wrong with them. Um All kinds of things. But please don't think that you saved up and now you're ready to go and that's it because it's not it. And you're putting a lot more responsibility on yourself. You need to get them checked regularly and make sure that everything's okay. And I would also say that, um, you know, especially the young women, because that's who I need to talk to, right? Like people people that I can maybe hopefully influence in a positive way. Um, If you didn't have kids yet, right? If If you are young, you know, just... Trust me that you're going to evolve to your true self when you, you know, get a little older. You're always evolving. And these these implants might not serve you like you think they will. So mm-hmm. they didn't serve me. Why mm-hmm. did you get them done? Why did you? I mean, I guess in the end, I, I said yes, because I wanted to look what I thought was considered the best. Um, mm-hmm. I'm very tall. Um, you know, I have... I, I'm very shapely. I do have, you know, hips and, and you know, uh, I'm, I'm not a twig, you know. So I felt that if my breasts were filled, you know, that it would make my shape nicer. My stomach would look thinner. Um, <laughs> and now Jeez. I just, yeah, I just wanted, you know, that. The, it was to, vanity, to right? Body. Can we cut to well, the chase here I mean, and say it was vanity, to, what you're to, saying? To Jasmine's point, that's, that's why women do it. I mean, right. I mean, just because I already put my story out there, mine was a little different because I had my children and my nursing deflated what I had and I just wanted it back. Like I, I just yeah. wanted it back. Yeah. But I, I think it's just, um, it's tough because there are you know women who've had success with them and they're told that it's fine and everything is great. But you telling yeah. your story sharing your symptoms and things like that for any woman at, you know, who's just poo-pooing all of these things for the reasons that you mentioned as a young mom, mm-hmm. this is why women need to know, okay, so you did it. Maybe it wasn't some huge fatal mistake and error, but now you know that it's time for you to do something about it and don't just let them sit there. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, maybe then my brain told me that that is what beauty is, but having them out, I've never felt more beautiful and confident. And that is what I hope other people can take from this. Mm -hmm. Embrace what you have. Absolutely. Whatever makes you quirky, dorky, weird, unique, nose. Yes. Yes. You know, a feature on you is different. Preach. That is you. That's why we love you. Preach. That's why someone's going to love you. Preach. Uh, You use the word explant. It's interesting because yeah. you get them in and it's an implant. You get them out yeah. and it's an explant. Mm-hmm. You've had yours explanted. 
How mm-hmm. do you feel now? You had all those symptoms before. How do you yeah. feel? I feel really good. I feel really good. I'm energized. I'm excited. I feel comfortable. No more arm pain, no more chest pain, no more localized pain. I feel really good. So I'm very happy with my decision. And I need to tell women that if you're going for implants, explants, whatever, go to more than one doctor. And if you can go to more than two, go to as many as you can, and you will be mesmerized at just all the different opinions and advice you get. And it will click when you have the gut feeling, go with the gut feeling, question them, take your questions because this is all a money-making business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you you know, it's tough sometimes to find the doctor that works for you. Yeah. That's great advice. Really great advice. And thank you for being so candid because that's what we need. We need women to talk about it. Jasmine, do you Yeah, well, you know what? After I started sharing my story, I swear people come up to me in Sephora when I'm getting makeup or at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. A lot more women have breast implants than, than we you even think. know. Yeah. I yeah. know. I know. Yeah. Well, it's a great story, great message, and thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks, Jasmine. Thank you guys. See ya. Bye. I'm so glad that she's talking about this. Yeah. I'm so glad that she's being honest and transparent. She's in a very, very high profile job. Right. And that is a tough thing to do yes, as is. a television news anchor to go out and put your story out there and say, I have implants yeah. and I got rid of them. Kudos to her. I, I, Kudos to, I totally was, agree. I totally yeah. agree. And it's and it's those mouthpieces that help the women who aren't sure what to do. Yep do what they need to do. So we appreciate her being with us today. And we always appreciate you listening. Do us a favor, if you haven't already, head over to our YouTube channel, like and subscribe until we are back to chirp about another topic.